Welcome to Zane and Hailama's podcast. We're so glad you joined us today. We hope that the word will encourage you to do great things for God. All right. Welcome, everyone. It's good to have you on. Uh, thank you for joining us. And we just wanted to talk about what does it mean to be saved? And if you don't know already, salvation is one of the most important things that uh, that you can make as a decision of your life. You know, it will begin to direct your past here on earth. But not only on earth, but your eternity. So we just wanted to start out with a scripture coming from Genesis 3. Hi, Amanda. I see you. Amanda, who's the other person? I think it might be you. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it is you. It's Zane Reiser. Mm. Oh, Genesis is in the beginning of the Genesis. Bible. Okay. So I'm going to start with verse 1. It says, Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat from the trees in the garden, but, the, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. And um, the serpent talks back and he says you will not certainly die the serpent said to the woman for god knows that when you eat from it your eyes will be opened and your will and you will be like god knowing good and evil when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasure to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom she took some and ate it she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked so they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves should i read more if that's all you had um but anyways this was after um god created the heavens and the earth he created adam and eve and he um, told them to not eat from the tree of good and evil. You can eat from any other tree, but not from the tree of good and evil. And you see that Eve went ahead and she ate the fruit and she, um, her, her husband ate it also. And that's when sin entered the world. Yeah. So when sin entered the world, we um, begin to see now that sin is in man. And man is no longer a perfect creation of God. And from that point, we see the second Adam, which is Jesus Christ, being sent to redeem us for the sins that we have um, previously made. And salvation is basically being set upon the rock of Jesus Christ, turning away from sin and being born again of God to see yourself and everything you touch prosper and ultimately go to heaven when you die. And um, even in John 10, 10, it says the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but God has come to give us life and life more abundantly. And so even in the first part, it says the enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy. That was his main reason for um, when he was kicked out of heaven, he came and he wanted to um, destroy the most prized possession to God, and which is human. God created us in his image, and we are the only thing that he created in his image. And then that's what um, the enemy comes to do, is to kill, to steal, and destroy his God's most prized possession. Yeah, and you know, you see, it's, it even talks about the devil has come to kill, steal, and destroy, but I have come to bring you life. 
And you can hear multiple teachings about people talking about how God sends stuff on us and to teach us lessons. But it's all about um, receiving Jesus. And then you are, once you are born again, God has goodness planned for you. He doesn't have evilness planned for you. He has goodness. And the devil is the one who, and the, um, the destruction. He's not the, um, God is not the person that has brought destruction on your life. God has good things for you. The devil has bad things for you. And when we're unsaved, we have taken sin upon us, and therefore we live in a destructive world. We live destructive lives. And people always wonder why bad things happen to them. But if you are protected by God through salvation, the devil has free reign to do anything he wants to do over your life. The devil can um, cause destruction. The devil can cause anything that he wants to over your life because you have not received Jesus Christ. But once you receive Jesus Christ, you are welcoming someone that can protect you from the evilness of the devil. And he has come to bring you life. He has not come to bring you destruction, but God has good things for you. Like it talks about in Deuteronomy 28, which you're going to go ahead and read that now, aren't you? Yes. Deuteronomy 28, verse 1 and 2, it says, If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands, I give you today the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. All these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. Yeah. So like it says, God will set you high above the earth. He called you to be rulers of this earth. He didn't call you to be the dust of the ground. So when you receive salvation and obey the Lord your God, like it says here in Deuteronomy 28, you are giving God full reign over your life. But that doesn't mean that fun doesn't happen anymore. That doesn't mean that you can't stop having fun. But God has called you to a greater purpose. God has given you a vision. He's given you a plan. Like it talks about in Jeremiah 29, 11. The Bible says he knows the plans he has for you. They're not plans of destruction, but they're plans to give you a future and a hope. They're plans for goodness. God never called you to sin. God didn't call you to live in this world, to live like hell, and then ultimately go to hell. He called you to be rulers of this earth. He called you to be rulers and ground shakers for God. He has good things planned for you. He has good things in store for you. And yeah, even when I talked about when sin entered the world, when Eve um, ate that fruit, when Adam and Eve ate that fruit, that's when sin entered the world. And that's when um, now all mankind, when they are born, they're born into a world of sin. And um, even in... Where is that called? Romans 3.23, it says, All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so we all was born into sin, but it, we, um, it comes to a point where you have to make the decision to choose to live for the Lord, to choose um, receiving Jesus into your heart. And even with, um, out of Deut Deuteronomy 28, it talks about the blessing of God, and then it goes into the curse of God. And if you have your own, um, in your own time, and you have a Bible, you can read through the curses. You can read through through the um, blessing for of obedience. When you're obedient to what God has called you to do, when you are a child of God, these things will come on you. These things, the blessing of God, will come on your life. And I can say. Um, for even myself, the same thing that happened. I can tell the difference when I was living in sin, when I was out of the covering of God. All 
I don't even know where I would be if I didn't um, have received salvation. I would not know where I would be. I would probably be dead or maybe in jail. I have no idea where I would be, but I know because I received Jesus into my heart and I live by his laws and his commands, that's when the blessing of God comes on my life and when I'm in covenant with God. And I've seen the blessing of God come on my life from the time I stepped and received Jesus into my heart. I am never in lack. I have the protection. I am never sick because the Bible says that he bore our sickness and our disease and um, his blood covers our home from any sickness or disease and um, he makes me rich. He became poor so that we can become rich. So I'm never in poverty. The Lord provides for me. Does it matter um, what goes on? Even when we got married, um, I went to part-time with my job and he went to um, full-time and he got raises and I believe it's the blessing of the Lord and when you're in covenant and under the covering of God you come into that and you come into the blessing of God and God has great things for you mm -hmm. and you know just even in our own lives we've never seen lack for following God we've never seen a moment where we are wondering what is going to happen in the next years in our life or, or even the next week and you you see people and it's sad to say but people live in, in a constant state of they don't know what's going to happen you know they don't know what's going to happen tomorrow they don't know if something is going to like they just don't know but god has called you to a plan and a purpose and god has given you something to look forward to in this life and you know salvation is not just for you to go to heaven it's not just there so you can um, live in glory land and then live in hell on this earth. But God has called you to a great purpose on this earth. And that's what salvation is. It's God picking you up out of the mud and setting you on the rock to stand. And that rock isn't heaven, but that rock is for you to stand here on earth as a victor. He calls you blessed. He says he will set you high above the nations. Well, from what I understand, there's no nations in heaven. Nations are on earth. So God has called you to rise in this time. God has called you to be a blessing to your generation. So just even back to what that is, what is salvation? It's not only getting to go to heaven when you die, but it's also seeing the blessing of God operate on your life. You know, and even in that, just blessings in our life. What we've seen in our own lives when we've chosen to do the word of God, when we've chosen to set ourselves up to a place where God can bless us and God can use us. And it all has to do with our choice. You know, we can choose to serve the Lord or we can choose to go to a party tomorrow night. But because we've chosen to serve God, I know God's hand is on our lives and God has blessed us. You know, even in our own lives, we've seen the blessing of God operate. And there's never been a time where we've wondered what is going to happen. You know, it's amazing. Yeah, and people say that you sin every day, but you don't sin. If you're not going out sleeping with other women or other men, or you're not going out and um, drinking, going to the bars, you God has given us the grace, and the grace is to um, live holy. Even when we get saved, the Holy Spirit comes and lives in us, and the Holy Spirit is what empowers us and gives us the grace to live a sin-free life. It doesn't matter. Even when Jesus went into the um, desert for 40 days after he um, was fasting and the uh, devil came with temptation um, and he God did not um, Jesus did not um, what you call it 
He did not give in to the temptation that the enemy had in front of him. And even in today, we can have temptations. You can drive down the road and there's bars, there's clubs, and there's temptation right in front of you. There's maybe handsome men or women, but if you're married, that's you don't look at that because God has set you apart. He has called you to be holy and righteous and you can live a righteous life. You can live a life that is um, that you overcome in everything that you do. Mm-hmm. God has called you to be an overcomer. He has not called you to be at the same place all of your life. He's called you to walk in the abundance of God. He's called you to walk in prosperity and he's called you to the good things of life. But it all has to do with our decision. It all has to do with whether we receive him or not. And even in that, you might be sitting here today wondering, you know, I can't remember a time in my life where I've received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And where I've actually made the conscious decision of saying, God, I'm going to follow you. Because, you know, even the Bible says in Romans 3.23 that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin are death. So heaven's not a guarantee without receiving Jesus. Heaven's not just something we get to walk into without taking the time to receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Because the wages of sin are death. But God has called us to eternal life. God has come down and given us eternal life. And I grew up in a culture or in a family where you just go to heaven. After you die, you heaven is granted to you. But I come to a realization and the word of God is the ultimate truth. And I realized that no, heaven is not a guarantee for anyone. It doesn't matter if you do good. It doesn't matter if, oh, I give money. I go to church. I do this. I went to church my entire life, but that doesn't make me safe. That doesn't um, guarantee heaven on my life. It's by receiving Jesus mm-hmm. into your heart. And even in Romans ten nine, it says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that he has been risen from the dead, then you shall be saved. That's when you are saved. When you receive Jesus into your heart and you repent of your sin. Repent means to turn. Repent doesn't mean to ask for forgiveness and keep on sinning. It means to turn away from sin. Yeah. And so even... um. Even with that, I come, came to a realization when the word of God was being preached that, wow, heaven is not a guarantee for me. And a lot of people think that, and it's not. And it's a sad thing to when someone dies, like, oh, yes, I'm going to heaven, and that she's my angel or whatever. We don't become angels when we go to heaven. Yeah. And just even in that, you know, you might be sitting there wondering, well, then how do I get to heaven? And it comes from a scripture in Romans 10, 9, where it says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross and rose from the dead, you will be saved. And then it's granted to you. But it has to do with believing in our heart and then confessing with our mouth. And even in that, we're going to say a quick prayer with you. And if you would, and if you'd like to receive Jesus, you can just repeat this prayer after us. Would you like to lead us in that? Yeah. All right. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And if even if you have received Jesus before, but you have went, um, you have went on your own path, and you have um sinned, and God is calling you home. He is a. 
God that is a, for, a forgiving God, his love never fails. And he, even in John 3, 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Eternal life in heaven. We don't want to have eternal life in hell because that would be hellish. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, so Jesus loves you and he wants you to repent. He wants you to come to him, but it's receiving him into your heart. And we will get to that prayer shortly, but it's receiving him into your heart and then taking the steps to live a holy life, live a righteous life, okay? So you can just repeat this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. I confess that Jesus is Lord and that he has been risen from the dead. I ask the Holy Spirit to come and live in me. I thank you, Lord, for saving me and that I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. Amen. And even with that, if you prayed that prayer with us today, you are born again, you are saved, and now you are on your way to heaven. And remember, God has the best for you, and He has called you to great things. And if you prayed that, if you prayed that prayer with us today, we would like to, we would like you to send a message to either me or Hailama, and just you know, say you know I prayed that prayer. What are the next steps that I have to do? What are the next steps in my life that I have to begin to walk out? And we would like to help you out with that. You know, we would um, like to send you maybe even a Bible if you need a Bible and just begin to help you out. Any questions you have about the Word of God, we would like to answer them. But go ahead and write us in if you prayed that prayer. It was nice talking to you guys today. It was nice having you on. We thank you. And um, we will be preaching at KC Hana tomorrow. Hana. We're going to Hana tonight. KC West Virginia tomorrow morning. Um, so if you're around the area, we, we will be there. We will be sharing the Word. Um, and we will be live next week at 6 p.m. the same time, 1 p.m. Hawaii time. And um, I think that's about it. And we'll be um, extracting the audio from the video and we'll be putting it on podcasts. I will be putting it on Apple, Google Play, on, um, I don't know, all these other ones. But we will post and we will let you know which podcast platforms these will be on. But it will probably be available in the next couple of days. But... Please share this if you know people who isn't saved and needs need to be saved. Share this broadcast, share our video, and yeah, thank you for joining us. But if you have prayed that prayer with us, please message us. We'll like to um, help you maybe even find a church in your hometown. Yeah. All right. Have a good day. We love you. God loves you. And have a wonderful night.